Hey guys, welcome to episode 8 of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Fountas, and right now I'm solo because today we have a very special project. Um, a couple cool interviews that on today. Uh, one is with KB from KBWrestlingReviews.com. Another one is a very, very special guest, my wife, Lauren Fountas. Uh, Eric isn't here this week, but he will definitely be back next week. And this is all part of our WrestleMania Memories Project. But before we get into that, as always, follow us on Twitter at PPWPodcast. Send us an email to PPWPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on SoundCloud. And as always, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, yeah, just going to pretty much get right into this. Um, as I mentioned last week, we had our first interview uh, where we had someone come on and talk his WrestleMania 23 story. This week, we have KB um, talking about his experience at WrestleMania 30 and WrestleMania 32. And then when my wife comes on, she'll talk about WrestleMania 32, which was her first adventure into the crazy, crazy world of pro wrestling. Uh, before I get to those interviews, a couple shout-outs I want to say to people that have been supporting the show. Uh, Mark Caruso on Twitter, uh, Mark Caruso 216 um, He's also a part of the fun Man Cave Championship Wrestling with his character Amp. is rivaling my character, Andrew Gardens, for the what they're calling the Big Boy Belt. If you haven't heard of it yet, Man Cave Podcast. You can find them on Twitter, find them on iTunes. All things guys, as <laughs> so they talk. Sports, wrestling, beer, whatever you name it. And... Uh, Jeff Schaefer hosts that show along with Sean and they're doing this fun thing. It's basically fantasy wrestling where they, they storyboard wrestling every week and listeners get to call in or text in or tweet in or whatever they want about their characters. And it's actually picked up a little steam and it's fun. It's a fun listen. So check it out, uh, at man cave podcast, check them out. You can follow at Mark Caruso two one six. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and get this one started. The first interview I did was with uh, KB. And if you haven't checked out KBWrestlingReviews.com, you really need to. KB started this project a while ago. I found him actually many years ago on the WrestleZone.com forums where he just started reviewing a few shows. And then it kind of snowballed. And someone said to him, I bet you won't review all of the shows. And since then, he has a website, um, KBWrestlingReviews.com, that has every major pro wrestling North American pay-per-view show ever reviewed. So ECW, WCW, WWE, WWF, a bunch of indie stuff, a bunch of TNA, you know, TV shows, all that stuff. Uh, he's also got an Amazon page where you can download his eBooks, a couple paperback books as well for the big four events that WWE has every year. Uh, seriously, check him out. But he originally came on. It was supposed to be a 10 minute conversation. We ended up talking for quite a while. So I'm just going to go ahead and play it again. This is me and KB talking about his experience at WrestleMania 30 and WrestleMania 32. 
All right, guys, next interview up in our WrestleMania Memories interview project, we've got KB from KBWrestlingReviews.com. Uh, he's from Lexington, Kentucky. KB, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Doing good. Uh, for those who don't know, KBWrestlingReviews.com has pretty much every show ever from WWE and WCW, pay-per-view-wise at least, and plus a ton more. So if you're looking for a place to check out a match review or a story, what was going on at the time, that's the website. Uh, he also just started up an Amazon uh, page where he's got ebooks and uh, physical copies coming out pretty soon, right? Yeah, the appropriately enough, the WrestleMania one uh, is out now. Awesome. The physical book. That's awesome. So. Uh, so if they want to search for that, they probably have to search for, would they search for KB Reviews or for your author uh, name? Yeah. Uh, just uh, KB History Of and then whatever show you're looking for. Uh, all mm-hmm. the details are on my site uh, with links to them. Uh, right now I only have for physical paperbacks, just the big four pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. So other than that, I've written, uh, I think it's 24 eBooks. Yeah. So there's a wide selection there to pick. Yeah. Up. And they're like a buck each guy. So go ahead and pick one up. So it's not a big, yeah. the eBooks are at least. Yeah. yeah the, the eBooks are at three ninety nine. So okay. hardly yeah. that expensive. Yeah. And plus they're probably like 500 pages of reviews too. So check them uh, out. Just about. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we'll go ahead and get started. You have been to WrestleMania 30 and 32. Right. Now, you're obviously a huge fan. What made you finally pull the trigger and say, all right, I'm going to go to WrestleMania this year when you went to New Orleans? Uh, well, it was WrestleMania 29 Sunday, and I was just thinking how much I wanted to go. And so you, went, uh, well, you went day of. You, did you go down there? Day of your Sunday? Uh, yeah, well, it was the, the day of WrestleMania 29. I'm like, oh, I want to okay. go. I'm sorry. I yeah, thought you was, meant 30. I'm like, never mind. Go ahead. Your story. No, I'm no, sorry. The, year be- the year before. <laughs> okay. I just decided I wanted to go. And I'm like, wait, why don't I? So I just started, just saved up and bought the tickets and went. So your first one was in New Orleans, which was actually a pretty awesome WrestleMania from top to yes, bottom. Yes, it was. That was uh, an outstanding show. Now, when you went, this being your first, I'm assuming you've been to other live events before. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Can you kind of compare just a regular live event to the actual WrestleMania week, just the, the the whole atmosphere around the city? Because I've been to nine WrestleManias, and I try to explain it to people. It's like, no, wrestling takes over a town. Like, it, it's, it takes over. It like, there's wrestling shirts everywhere. That it just it takes over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been to house shows, uh, one pay-per-view before then, um, a couple of Raws and SmackDowns, and it, there's nothing like it. Yeah. It is. Uh, I just when you were when we were waiting outside the 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 super dome, not, Hogan, the, not, not, silver dome. not the silver dome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still say he did that on purpose. Um, I wouldn't we be were, surprised. It's a story yeah. if he didn't. Well, that's the only thing that anyone talks about from there. Mm-hmm. So, just strikes me as odd that he would screw that up. But uh, it's just this sea of humanity. There's just people that just keep. It just keeps. Going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the biggest crowd I've seen other than that is at a, a University of Kentucky football game, and it's nothing compared to this. Just these people just rabid to get inside because the show is starting soon. I, uh, I think the big difference between like a football game and, and a WrestleMania is so, yeah, football games have, they're in football stadiums, but right. the football game, they go, they watch the show, and they, or the game, and they go home. WrestleMania right. is they come week of and take over the entire area. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you go to any other thing else besides the actual WrestleMania in New Orleans? Uh, yeah. Uh, I went to, um, the first night I was there, I went to uh, Ring of Honor, Supercard, Supercard of Honor, I think it was seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, just, a, it, and it's in the area, just at a smaller venue, yeah. obviously. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's actually in another town, um, but it's, it's, it's one of those towns where it's like, it's five minutes outside of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. 
So you can say another. It's the suburbs of New Orleans, basically. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun. It was thirty bucks. Sit anywhere you want. Um, yeah. uh, there was a big autograph signing out front at first. Um, so got to walk up, shake some hands. Uh, I was trying to be a little covert with the pictures. And uh, Red Dragon was like, "Would you like us to pose for you?" <laughs> well, so, you probably we probably assumed they were, you know, charging for their photos. Like, oh yeah, they're just like, "Would you like us?" To, they're like, "Would you like us to pose?" We'd be glad to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just shook a lot of hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, walked into the, um, I walked into the lobby at intermission. At intermission, and Nigel McGinnis was just standing around. Yeah, it's it's interesting too, especially in like New Orleans. I when we're on Bourbon Street, like a bunch of ROH guys after that show were just kind of walking around, like, oh, there's Maria and Mike Bennett, and there's you know, like you said, Nigel oh, McGinnis, yeah. just kind of hanging out. And it's the only place that will yeah. happen is where wrestling oh, takes yeah. over. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's that I love it when it's more laid back like that, and nowhere near is. Mm-hmm. Like you, at a WWE show, you're never going to get like where you can just walk up and shake hands with people. That's just flat out. Unless you pay going to have forty nine ninety five and go to Access. Oh yeah, <laughs> and even then, it's like, hi, how are you? Leave now. Yeah. Did you um, get to go to any of the other autograph like WrestleCon or Access things or anything? I, I didn't do WrestleCon. I'm doing that. I'm going down to Orlando this year. Okay. I'm, new, I'm doing WrestleCon. Uh, I did go to Access, which uh, I would suggest bringing a good pair of shoes. Yeah, uh, I was talking uh, to a guy a little earlier today, and he asked me if I went. I said, well, I went, but I'm not a fan of lines, so I wouldn't go again. <laughs> well, the the problem that I've always had with it, I've been to, to three of them now, because my wife and I did two last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't tell you who's going to be where. And they switch out in the middle of a line, too, which is tough. Well, well I've got a good story about that. I okay. got lucky on it. Okay, um, let's hear that one. <laughs> well, uh, well, see, the thing is, like, I got lucky because a guy next to me had his phone out, and the only way you can know who's going to be where is if you go on the WWE app right before you go in. Other than that, it's just go stand in this line. Uh-huh. Um, the first line I went into had Dolph Ziggler in it, which was fun, but I didn't really want to spend an hour out of four hours waiting for Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Um, but then uh, I went. Uh, I just walked around for a bit. They had a live match with NXT matches going on. Uh, NXT hadn't really taken off yet, yeah, so yeah. that was all NXT had at the time. Uh-huh. Um, but then I went to get in the NXT line. Uh, Dusty Rhodes was up there. And then um, the guy, the guy working the booth, came up and said, um, "Now you guys are welcome to stay. You're not going to get to meet Dusty because they're going to switch him out at the top of the hour, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just the line is moving too slowly. You're just flat out not going to get up there. Uh, you can obviously stay for the next batch, but you might be better served going to get another line." Okay, so run over to the next booth where again there's no sign up of who's going to be there at the next session, and. Um, it has Lenny Poffo, who is also from Lexington, so that was kind of nice. The genius. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the Wild Samoans. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I was, like, fourth in line, and they switched out, and it was Ricky Steamboat. Oh, wow. That's quite that's, – that's a big upgrade from Leaping Lanny to Ricky the Dragon. <laughs> Steamboat and Paul Orndorff. Look at so you. So it was, it was a nice upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now, so that's – very nice, quick surprise. You said you went with your wife. Did your wife go with you to the actual WrestleMania show too, and do all the yeah. stuff with you? Now, yeah. Well, she went uh, just at thirty-two, not at thirty. I was alone. Okay. At 30. So thirty-two, my wife went too, and I want to ask you about that. Is she a fan, or does she kind of watch casually to kind of pacify you when stuff's out uh, in the background? <laughs> well, we met on a wrestling forum. Okay, so, so there's the answer to that. Yeah, she's a big. She's a. She's not as big of a fan as I am, but I'm mm-hmm. psychotic with it. Yeah. So. so you have to. I'm kind of the same way. Where. Yeah. Now, was she had she been to WrestleMania before? Or was that her first one in Dallas? Uh, that was her first one because she's from England. So okay. this is all she's she'd only been in the country about four months at this point. Yeah. So this was all new to her. 
Okay, I can't imagine the big culture shock because when my oh, wife yeah. went, the biggest thing she said, because we left from Chicago because where I'm from and we're at the airport and there's people in wrestling shirts going to Dallas. And I was like, hey, you going to WrestleMania? Because we had shirts on and we're just talking. And, and then we go to the land Dallas and then go downtown to the zoo. And it's just, it's everywhere. Everyone's got wrestling shirts. Yeah. And then the day of, we're tailgating and people are like, here, have a hot dog. And she's like, everyone is just so nice here. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just a community. I've tried to tell people that when WrestleMania comes, the entire wrestling world comes to one spot. Whether you're a big oh, WWE yeah. fan or not, everyone just comes to one spot and you'll have one thing in common. You like this ridiculous fake sport like everyone else does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, um, the thing was when I went into, uh, into New Orleans, I was, I'm always scared when I'm going to a show because I, uh, if I have like a paper ticket that you just scan the barcode, yep. up, I'm always afraid they're going to say, no, this doesn't work. Leave. I have the exact same fear. Like, I don't yeah. know why <laughs> I have the yeah. same fear. Well, I walk in and the first thing I see is two people wearing, uh, shirts from her favorite rugby team. Okay. So, uh, just, just, that's the first thing that I see when I walk in and it's, well, that's gotta be some kind of a positive sign. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, then uh did Raw the next night in New Orleans. Um that was a lot of fun. That was uh what was the big angle there? Oh, Shield turning face. Yeah. And then that was the Warriors last appearance ever, which shocked me to no end. Yeah, when I think when I I found that out, I thought it was just a joke. I was yeah. like, "No, I just no, we just saw him. Like yeah. he's back now." And yeah. uh the uh the Raw after, did you go to the Raw after in Dallas too or just in New Orleans? Yes, Dallas also. Okay. My one regret is I've been to a bunch of WrestleManias and I've only been to a handful of the Raw Afters is we didn't yeah. go to the Raw After in New York, New Jersey when um, Ziggler cashed in money in the bank. And that was, yeah. I think that was the unofficial launch of the crowd takes over the show of Raw. Oh, was it that was. Show. It was. People it was. claim it goes back even further, but that's the one. So that's my one regret. Yeah. Now, comparing Raw to WrestleMania is like apples and oranges as far as the scale of it. Oh, yeah. Are you more of a guy where you care more about like a small intimate show where you just want the whole, I'm in WrestleMania. I want the big production. I want the whole stage. I want everything. Uh, I'm kind of in the middle. Um, the thing with Wrestle with, with WrestleMania is it's just, it's the grand spectacle of everything. Like yeah. this is the main event of the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. raw is just much more for the more hardcore fan. You mm-hmm. don't go to the raw after WrestleMania to expect a normal wrestling show. Yeah. It, it, now it's it's that's much more geared to the hardcore fan. Like when uh, when Paige debuted the, uh, in New Orleans the night after Mania, after Mania Thirty, that was for the hardcore NXT loving fans who are going to know who that is. Mm-hmm. That's not something where you just debut her at some random show in Milwaukee in June and or I whenever. Think, it's and I think the WWE knows that, and that's why last year they debuted Enzo and Cass and yeah. Um, and the, when AJ debuted the Royal Rumble, I don't think it was a coincidence that was in it was in Orlando to make sure he oh, got the was. extra Absolutely thing. Not. Uh, so Absolutely the not. WWE's least smart about that. So, mm-hmm. um, I want to let's get back to the actual WrestleMania show because we'll get a ton to talk about. So WrestleMania 30 itself. Um, any standout yes. besides obviously the Taker losing and Daniel Bryan winning? Any standout yeah. moments for you throughout that show? Austin, uh, Austin coming out when mm-hmm. Hogan. Uh, when Hogan said that uh, you never know when another Mania moment is going to happen, and the glass shattered, yep. I, I can pride I pride myself a little bit on knowing what's coming. Yep, I was stunned. No Me pun too. intended. I just I lost it. Were you as um, stunned at thirty two when he came out? 
No. Okay. Because uh, I had heard there was going to be Shawn Michaels. The, the rumor online was that Shawn was going to lead a group of legends. Uh, I didn't expect it to be Austin, but Austin given and, that and his Skechers that he came on. <laughs> yeah. But given that it was Dallas, you had to figure there'd be something for him. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans was a legit shock. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think so. And then when The Rock came out too, that whole segment yeah. was just just an awesome. Well, I, I was talking to a guy that was saying, "Actually, like, well, I'm ready to go home because they're not topping that." <laughs> and then they did with the rest of the show. Uh, so I talked um, a little bit ago with someone about the atmosphere um, when he was at WrestleMania 18 for Rock Hogan, and I was like, you know, the only thing I could probably compare something like that to is when Daniel Bryan won against Triple H. Because to me, I don't know if you thought this, his pop when he beat Triple H was bigger than when he actually won the belt. It seemed like to me. Uh, yeah, I think because there, I think once everybody knew, once the bigger doubt for me was whether he would beat Triple H, because um, I could have seen them doing an evolution main event. But as soon as Brian won, it was a matter of time before he won the title. I just, I kind of assumed it was going to be a four way, like they were going to screw him somehow, and maybe, then he maybe. Was, like Hogan was like, "I'm the host, I can get you in," or whatever they were going to do to get him in there. Um, yeah. Now, what about when the Undertaker lost? Because everyone has their story where they were. You were in the yeah. building. How was your yeah. section? How was your reaction? How'd that go? I couldn't move. I um, I couldn't speak. I was just sat there, kind of stunned for a second. Uh, I saw people, grown men, crying, and they left the arena, and I didn't see them come back. Wow. I saw my friend was on yeah. our side. He said someone got up and left. We didn't get that intense by me, but it was. Not so yeah. all right, silence then kind of sets in with you with your sections. Absolutely, yeah, absolute. Just when I, I was, I couldn't get out of my chair. I was just so stunned. Because um, I think because everyone's just kind of watching. Okay, he's going to kick out. Let's go. Yeah. Let's get to the tombstone, and then three. And yeah, yeah it's something that only only about seventy thousand people could say they were there for, which right. doesn't sound like a lot, but it was a moment that WWE doesn't have a lot of iconic lasting moments anymore and that's right. just going to be one of them uh yeah. this is kind of yeah. off topic but sort of on do you think it was the right call in retrospect for undertaker to lose i think you kind of reached the point with that one where undertaker was probably pushing 50 around then he's i think he's 51 now yes yeah, so he's 48 or 49 at the time yeah yeah th- there comes a point where you can't have him winning against a machine like Lesnar, when he wrestles once a year, that's a bit of a stretch to accept. So in my section, what happened was, is I explained my, someone was asking me like, well, how was it when you were there? I said, well, let me put it this way. I was in the 200 level of a football stadium. And after the three hit, when when Heyman came in saying, oh my God, you did it. You could Mm -hmm. hear him like he was right next to me. And this yeah. was before the booing started. But at the initial shock, I think everyone thought, oh, they messed up, or the ref messed up. I think that was yeah. my initial thought, was the ref messed up. Um, and then, obviously, the Divas had to follow that. Poor yeah. poor girls in their bed <laughs> royal. But, uh, so you had the shock and everything like that of Undertaker losing. And then we get the uplifting moment of Brian winning. Uh, did you yeah. kind of know all along? He was, did they ever have you at all that, oh, no, they're going to do this and then not no. let him win? I, 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 as soon as, for me, as soon as he beat Triple H, I knew he was going to win. Mm-hmm. He had to. Yeah. Um, and th- you had to pick him back up. You had to pick the crowd back up after that because th- the streak was special. It, 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 that's not like 
anything. I mean, when you consider that's all the way back to 1990. It is. Uh, 91. 91. Yeah, I mean, like Undertaker, yep. yeah, Undertaker in general. Yeah. Oh, was yeah. there all the way back to 1990. When he was, think about it like this. When he won, when, when the streak first started, it was three months removed from Ultimate Warrior being world champion. Ultimate Warrior was put into the Hall of Fame the same weekend the streak lost. That whole time, the streak was alive. Yeah. There is nothing. Nothing. And- and it's something that's, that happened on accident almost, too. Yeah, they, really. Yeah. They didn't realize it till what, WrestleMania 18 is when they kind of started realizing it? Yeah, I remember when he's coming to the ring to fight Triple H at 17, they mentioned that he's never lost. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just a detail that was thrown in. And then the next year, the streak really takes a life of its own. Yeah. but And then, and then you're looking at another 10 years after that before it goes away. Yeah, I, st- I mean, right, I mean, I'm... I'm with you kind of where I'm like, I can see why they did it. I'm okay with it. But at the time, I was like, I can't believe that just happened. And I was there for it. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those moments that that is the only – I've heard it compared to when Bruno lost the title to Ivan Koloff. Yeah, I mean, I'm 32, so a little little young for that. But, I mean, it's – but I get it. It's And that's back when people were more into it. And this the streak was something that people just took for granted, I think, near that point. After his match – I'd say after his match with, with Triple H at 27, I think people are like, all right, he's never going to lose. At least I thought so. Yeah. Um, um, uh, well, I didn't think much of the 27. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was as good as either of the Sean matches or no. the Cell the following year. I didn't either um, as far as the match. I'm talking about the finish. when on, oh. I thought when Triple H tombstoned him, like, oh, my God, he's going to win. Like, that was Honestly, what I thought. See. I never bought that. The only because the problem is for me, so many people have tried and succeeded to Tombstone Undertaker. He kicks out of everybody other than Kane. It might have been because uh, I was I, there. It might have been because I was in the maybe, the, the stadium that maybe. night. That's probably why. Maybe because I remember I was I remember sitting downstairs in my house watching that watching that Tombstone. And I just actually said to the screen, "No, <laughs> no, it's not going to win." Uh, they also had me at twenty eight to too already. with the super kick into the pedigree. He had me. They had me again. That one, I bought. I bought that one completely. Okay, because it was two finishers, one. so he yeah. bought it, and I was I there too. That one completely. I never bought. Yeah, I never bought anything with Punk. Uh, me neither. Never, me neither. Which is unfortunate because it was a great match. But yeah, I, I, I. That's kind of the problem with the streak. Is well, it's probably not going to happen. So why am I wasting my time on these kickouts? So mm-hmm. it's really hard. To get me to buy it, I bought some with Sean at WrestleMania 25. Mm-hmm. Nothing, at tw- nothing at 26 because right. Sean was leaving. Yeah, nothing at 27. The super kick into the pedigree, 100. percent I bought into it. Um, nothing at 29, and then obviously at 30, I bought it. Yeah, because it happened. So, and also this WrestleMania had a uh, the best Andre battle royal they've ever had with the yeah. uh, Cesaro uh, toss over. Um, mm-hmm. that was a, a little moment where obviously people could talk about how they screwed up with, with Cesaro, you know, in the weeks after that. But yeah. to me, it's okay because no matter what happens, you know, in Cesaro's career, he's always going to be on the highlight reel with the slamming of the big show and winning the first one. Yeah. That, um, that was, cool that was moment. impressive. Yeah, it was a cool moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, the, th- the thing was he had, Go ahead, he sorry. had a, he was on the pre-show also. Yeah. And the tag, the in the four way. Yeah. I thought that was an outstanding match. So yeah. Cesaro had already gotten going um, before then, so it, it was the right call to go with him with how popular he really was. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you, okay, so you went to the ROH, you went to Access. Did you meet anybody else at Access that year besides Bricky Steamboat oh, and Orndorff? Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. 
that would be the main ones. Uh-huh. Other than that, other than that, I just went around and looked at all the exhibits and the yeah. the memorabilia and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's cool to look at, especially the old. I'm kind of a, a nerd for that stuff, like looking at old costumes because I I oh, see yeah. like Michael's you know WrestleMania outfit from twelve. I'm like, oh, I remember watching that and seeing that type of thing. So I put myself back where I am. Right. So th- I tell people who ask me, should I go to Access? I said, well. If you like autographs, sure, but don't be have your heart set in someone unless you buy the VIP. But right. if you want to just walk around and check stuff out, you can. Like it's a yeah. if, you, if you don't have any like urgency to meet anybody, go check it out. Yeah, um, it's it's worth going to at least once. Mm-hmm. So I thought the Superdome uh-huh. itself was kind of a dump, um, especially compared really? to Dallas. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but keep in mind I had been to the past since twenty three, the past seven WrestleManias. So yeah. I've seen some cool stadiums at that point. Oh, I had yeah. seen Detroit. Yeah. I had seen Houston when that stadium was new. Um, new York the last year in the, in the football. Yeah. So I get to an older stadium. Yeah. Now I get to uh, Dallas and Cowboy Stadium. Mm-hmm. Had you ever been there before WrestleMania? Because I hadn't. I had. I hadn't. But I'm a I'm a huge Cowboys fan. Okay. So it was it was special for for other reasons for me. I was. I I never thought like yeah it's just a stadium how impressive could it be. And I was blown away from the time I pulled up to the stadium yeah. until the time I walked into it. Like it was incredible. It's a sight to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where it were really you? Is. Where were you sitting for Dallas? We were in the upper upper deck. Okay. We were about ten rows from the top of the stadium. I, that's got to be an interesting perspective because I was in the hundred levels. Think of it like the fifteen yard line, and oh, right. um, yeah. you being up that high, you you can really tell how massive it is. Me, I yeah. was kind of like in my little section. So did it seem like is did it seem bigger than New Orleans for sure from up there? Oh, it was massive by comparison. Yeah, yeah. I was I was down in the lower sections for for New Orleans, mm-hmm. um, but I was up in the upper deck there, and it, it it felt like looking at the opening scene of WrestleMania three with where the, it just keeps going, right? Just this massive expanse of people, and there weren't any like open seats if you could see. It no, didn't seem like no. like I've been uh, WrestleMania in Phoenix. And they don't. You can kind of see it on when you look back and watch it. Like some of the upper upper corners are empty, but yeah. there was not a seat to be had in, in Dallas that night. And, yeah. And, and I, yeah. I've heard reports come out today that so they embellished the attendance. I'm like, well, they still had ninety thousand people there. Like it's a lot yeah. of freaking people. Yeah. That just it just keeps going. I mean, I just with with that whole thing. I know there's been issues with Mania 3's attendance. I just go with what they say. Yeah. Because I mean, I know they say the capacity is X amount of people, but that's for football. Uh-huh. Where you have a 100-yard field, and at WrestleMania that, three, they didn't have the big stage yet at three to take up half a whole right. end zone either. Right. And it's, uh, it's, I'm just my I just go with I don't care. WWE says this. I'm going with that. It sounds better. Yeah. Like what they <laughs> lie about? They, the whole thing is a lie anyway. So what difference does it make? <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. So WrestleMania 32. Looking back, not an amazing show from top to bottom, especially compared to 30. But right. I still had a blast. My wife had a blast. She went with me for the first time. Did you have? Did you still have fun, even though the matches itself oh, didn't I, live up? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, well, for one thing, my wife has a uh, – she is the biggest Shawn Michaels fan you will ever meet. She has a shrine to him. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Because uh, he's I'll, my favorite wrestler of all time, so that's awesome. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, so when he – came out for that she was i had to hold her back from jumping out of the out of the out of the upper deck i because when the when the uh 
the League of Nations were saying, no, three men can beat us. I'm like, well, well who's coming out? I figured Foley would yeah. be out first. And when Michael's music hit, I jumped up. <laughs> and yeah. my wife like looked at me. She's like, you looked like you were five years old. I'm like, I was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, what about any matches that stood out for you that uh, night? The, wi- the women blew me away. Mm-hmm. That was pretty easily the best match of the show. Yep. Um, Shane versus Undertaker, it was great to be able to see the cell. Um, match went about 20 minutes too long. but uh, It's tough from where I was to see the match. Because mm-hmm. when I go to shows, I try to avoid watching the Tron because I can do that at home. Right. Um, but it, you have to for Hell in the Cell because you just can't see what they're doing. Right. Well, see, from where I was at both WrestleManias, you have to watch the Tron. Mm-hmm. You can't see the details of what's going on in the sure. ring. Sure. Um, you don't have a choice. Which got a little annoying because, as you saw in Dallas, they had, like, they would throw stuff up on the screen. Like, they had a Lesnar suplex counter. I, yeah, that, I think that was, like, Kevin Dunn and the production team playing with a new toy they didn't know how to use yet. Because, yeah. like, and we then, have like, this they, giant screen, we have to use it for something. Yeah, and then, like, they would throw up, like, a like a three-camera shot mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And you'd have to figure out, like, okay, which one of these is live and which one of these is the replay. Yeah, I think that's just a mistake that they did, but trying to yeah. play with a new toy. Yeah, that uh, kept throwing me off. When Shane was on top of the cell, I was legitimately nervous. Yeah, I was <laughs> like too. watching him because I'm like, yeah, I get there's probably padding down there, but it's still yeah. really high and he could hurt it himself. It is. Yeah, when when you watch the replay back, you can see the crash pad underneath mm-hmm. the table. Right, but so I couldn't see it. A little. I couldn't see yeah. where I was. I couldn't. Oh, I couldn't. I didn't see that until I watched it on the network back at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still terrifying to see. Have you ever checked out any of the Hall of Fame stuff when you've been there, the actual ceremonies? I haven't. Uh, I just, I can't really imagine sitting there watching the speeches for, you know, three, four hours. Yeah. I went uh, once. I went when Michaels got inducted, and it was fun, um, yeah. but it's something I wouldn't go to again because I can yeah. watch it later. Unless something happens where, like, somebody goes completely off script and they never air it, I don't see yeah. me, me ever having to go there. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you go to any other indie shows or any other oh, smaller shows in Dallas, like the NXT uh, show? Or we went to Takeover um, in Dallas. Yes. So that was that was that was amazing. Yeah. So. Let me hear about Nakamura's entrance. I can't imagine oh, that. Oh, jeez. Uh, just uh, well, like my wife didn't know who Nakamura was. She doesn't watch NXT. She knows a. She likes Samoa Joe. That's about it. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, "What? What have I gotten myself into?" Uh, I'm just like, "You'll." The crowd is a little different here. Um, uh, Nakamura's entrance was amazing. That might be the best match I've ever seen in person. If nothing else, it's certainly the most exciting. Yeah, they, there was the Fight Forever chant for the first time yes. I ever heard something like that. Uh, that that's been an indie chant for a while, and so has been both these guys. But that's the first time it ever made it to the mainstream. I've heard both these guys at an ROH show around here. Never heard Fight Forever. Maybe I never saw the good enough match for it. Uh, yeah. Did you have to? like pay extraordinary amounts for your tickets to NXT or did you get them in advance? Cause I heard once Nakamura was announced ticket prices like shot through the roof for that show. Well, I, uh, other than takeover, I had to buy everything on StubHub. Okay. Which, uh, did not go well. Um, uh, partially because, um, we were going to do just regular access, uh, for there. And then I, and then Daniel Bryan pulled out because of his neck mm-hmm. and I said, okay, if Sean is there, yeah, if Sean replaces him, I don't care what it costs. I'll buy I'll buy us tickets for it, and I could feel it in my soul. There, go, it's going to be Sean. Uh-huh. And the next day, they announced him. And nearly six hundred dollars later, was it? Was we, he a nice guy? At least he was a very nice guy. 
cool. Very nice guy. Um, actually, when my wife met him, she was in tears. That wound uh, her picture of meeting him wound up on WWE.com. Oh, I'll have to check. Is the gallery still up? I think so. Yeah, it's just like a, a member gallery. of the WWE universe. But she's she's crying. Her she's in a red Shawn Michaels Heartbreak Kid shirt. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just she's in tears. Um, I'll check that and, out. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, I had to walk her out of the out of the arena or out of the building afterwards. She was she was done. <laughs> well, um, that's, that's awesome because they get to yeah. you get to experience something that you normally wouldn't get. And this is right. again back to my point of the one central hub once a year everybody comes to for yeah. one awesome event. Yeah, well, uh, we got we um we did the VIP for that one, and again they don't have any signs posted, so we just jumped in the first line we saw, and it was New Day. There you go. So, that's a yeah. fun one. Oh yeah, could have had bad luck. Um, oh yeah. When I went, my my friends in the military and I don't. A lot of people I thought knew this, but I talked to someone who had no idea. So if you're active military, you get in for free to everything WWE mm-hmm. does. Yep. And uh, we we went. He's like, "Do you want to go? I have these tickets." I'm like, "Oh yeah, sure, it's free. I'll definitely go." And we did the thing too, where we just kind of just wandered around and hopped in a line, ended up meeting Hacksaw Jim Duggan, nicest mm-hmm. guy ever. Like, show oh, yeah, his I, I met him. Oh, I forgot. I did meet him in Dallas too. I forgot about that one. Yeah, so he, he just showed he me. Might not have been nicer. Yeah, he showed me his Hall of Fame ring. He's like, he asked me where I was from. He's like, oh, I've been to Chicago a bunch of times. You ever been here? You ever been there? And blah blah blah. And let's take a picture. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I was when I went, I was wearing a Cleveland Indian shirt, and uh, Doug and looked at me and said, "Are you from Cleveland?" And he looked straight at me. He's like, "He wants an answer to this question. <laughs> he wants to know if I am from Cleveland." Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I watch YouTube yeah. video, people's videos on YouTube sometimes, and for the most part, everybody has pretty positive interactions. Yeah. Because I think the wrestlers are in the mindset like, all right, we're here. Everybody's here to spend a lot of money to come here. Yeah. Let's at least tr- treat them well. Yeah. There was only, um, let's see, at 32, we also met Hillbilly Jim and Gene Okerlund. How was Okerlund? Uh, was he drunk? You don't have any wrestlers. <laughs> uh, um, well, I mentioned that uh, that I, my wife and I were on our honeymoon. And uh, he looked at my wife and said, I can see why. <laughs> I didn't know how to take that, but uh, I'll go with a positive one. Yeah, well, uh, that's creepy Gene, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Hillbilly Jim was every bit the nice country guy you would expect him to be. I mentioned we were from Kentucky, so that gave him a little little reason to chat. Uh, there mm-hmm. was one guy we met who clearly did not want to be there and just wanted to get out of as fast as he could. Uh, it was Jake Roberts. Really? Was that at WrestleCon he, or at Access? Uh, Access. He just, he did not want to be there. Interesting. <laughs> he j- it was just very much like, let's go, get the next picture, move on. Well, maybe he was at, because I know he's done WrestleCon too, and I've heard yeah. people that met him at WrestleCon, they said he was super nice, so maybe he was really? exhausted from that. or maybe. It's also possible because at WrestleCon, you buy per item, like you, mm-hmm. the cash yeah. goes directly to them, yeah. and I'm sure at yeah. Access, he just got a flat fee to show up. Oh, he's yeah, like, let's yeah, get yeah. back to WrestleCon, and I can start slinging t-shirts at yeah. 20 bucks a pop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Did we meet anyone else there? Uh, 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 Linda McMahon was walking around, so I got to shake her hand. There you go. You got an in with the White House now. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I've um, a couple people I got lucky to meet. This was actually at WrestleMania 27 in Atlanta. We were in the club level, and we were in like this last row of the club level in the Georgia Dome, which is only about seven rows. Yeah. And behind us is the skyboxes. And the skybox behind us, there's Edge. After his match, there's Diesel, there's Booker T's wife, there is, um, who else is in there? Christian was in there, X-Pac. It was really cool. So we were kind of like talking with him during the show. Oh, there and, we go. And uh, the funny, well, I'll tell a little quick funny story. So after that ridiculously long match between Jerry Lawler and Michael Cole, Booker, Booker T, it was just as bad live. I try to stay positive on my show, but 
Come on. Oh, this is the positive story about that match. So Booker T came in, did a spin rooney and Austin stunned him. So what was funny was behind us, Booker T's wife is there, and they had their two da- their daughters with her. And she's playing, look, there's daddy, there's daddy. And then when Austin stunned him, she looked legitimately mad. <laughs> like, got pissed off. <laughs> like a stone face and turned her kids away. So I don't know if he didn't tell her that was going to happen, but she was legitimately yeah. pissed that Austin stunned him. Yeah, yeah, that was... I don't know how to spin that one positively either. Um, when you're when you're at the shows, we talked about at the very beginning. You you review everything. Yeah. Are you in your head thinking what I'm going to rate this match or what I'm going to talk about while I'm watching it? Is it distracting for you when you're at the live uh, show? Not at WrestleMania. No. You kind of uh, just let it happen. Yeah. When I go to house shows, I'll take a pen and paper and just jot stuff down. Uh, when I go to WrestleMania weekend, it's just I'm there primarily as a fan. I'll watch them back later. But for the most part, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be focused on that and just having a good time instead of I don't get to do that very often because mm-hmm. I'm always reviewing something. Right. So it, it's it's uh, it's nice just to be able to to stop for a second and just enjoy a show. Yeah. Uh, especially the biggest one of the year. So at I guess both at WrestleMania 30 and at WrestleMania 32, we talked about all the good matches. We talked about the so-so matches. Right. Would you recommend? somebody going like this year for example i mean no you're you're already going if someone's mm-hmm. in the fence like yeah, the card rumored card looks like crap i'm not interested should they still go to orlando this year just if, uh, for everything if you've never been yes uh just for the experience of it uh the only pay-per-view i, I had ever been to beforehand was backlash 2006 which uh was Shawn michaels and god against the mcmahons so <laughs> i didn't have the best experience uh with pay-per-view in general uh-huh. um but it's like you said, it takes over the town, and mm-hmm. it's the idea that there are seventy thousand people in one building. Yep. Uh, and you don't know what kind of like when Austin comes out, that was an amazing surprise. You get the you get a cell match, which happens like once every like two or three times a year at most. Yeah. Uh, you'll probably see the world title change hands, which is just it's history if mm-hmm. nothing else. Um, uh, this is the WrestleMania is the show that people talk about. Uh, for years to come, I mean, I could I can name you the main events to every WrestleMania ever. I can get close to it with SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and the Rumble, but with WrestleMania, it's not right. You it's, just there, know. there's no question. It, yeah, because it is the show of the year. Yeah, you're just like WrestleMania Seven, Hogan Slaughter. Like you just you yeah. just you just know off the top of the same way. March, you know off the top. Yeah, of March, the... March 24th, 91. Oh, you got the date. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You got the date too. Um, was that the, always the original date? They moved the date after they moved the venue. Uh, I think that was the original. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think because they they were announcing uh, the the Coliseum back at WrestleMania six. Yeah, that's what's funny yeah. is that I don't know if it's on the network version, but I have the uh, old DVDs and the VHS tapes, and it's still on there. Like WrestleMania is coming to the yeah, uh, Coliseum. It's, it's still on the it's still on the network. Also, the uh, I don't know if you've heard uh, Bruce Pritchard's podcast. He has. Um, he told a story about WrestleMania 7, and the, the guy host was asking, like, honestly, how many people would be there? He's like, probably about 40,000, yeah. which I think is realistic. Yeah. Um, but it would just look like crap in a 100,000-seat place. So I could yeah, see how they it really moved would. Because the Coliseum is legitimately that big. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they can't handle They wouldn't be able to have... Because it would look bad if there's just like half the arena is empty. That's that's def, that's that's WCW levels of stuff. Yeah, it'd be tarps all around the place. Yeah. So, so speaking of large stadiums, I mean, do you think that WrestleMania should ever go back to a small venue like no. 22 when it was in Chicago? No, it's no, got to be the big I, show. I can't picture it ever doing that again. Uh, there's too much money to be made. 
Uh, I mean, if you figure there were 100,000 people in Dallas, if you have, uh, on average, say, $50 a ticket, which is ridiculously low. That's the cheapest ticket, right? Yeah. Right, right. You know, you're, you're looking at, what is that, five, five million bucks? Just on the gate, yeah. Yeah. Just, and then plus all the stuff you could sell those people when they get to the show. Oh, sure, sure. Because, I mean, like, just if WWE gets a cut of your parking, your food, uh, a shirt you might buy, I mean, when we were walking, we were stuck standing outside in the in the Texas heat. Mm-hmm. So we bought uh, twenty dollars worth of water oh, right God. as we were walking in, and just because we're like, we're gonna need this. Yeah. Did you go to the superstores at either show? No, but I'm not much on buying merchandise usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I walked through the super. You have to walk through the superstore to get out of access. It's like an amusement uh, park. So, go through the yeah. gift shop. <laughs> yeah, I walked through it. It's it's cool to see because they have shirts of everything yeah that's why i like to i like browsing i'm a browser it drives my wife yeah. nuts but i just oh, yeah. like look at stuff and she's like you're not yeah. gonna buy anything i'm like i know but i like watching people spend money yeah like, well that and the line the line takes three days to get out of yeah and yeah. we were we were walking by all the belts and she's like how much are those i'm like i don't know, like 400 bucks she's like that guy just bought two i'm like well that's yeah. why they come that's why cities now bid on uh, wrestlemania every oh year. yeah so what yeah, do you th- I, I looked up i i Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I was just. Um, I, there was. There, you're going to say the stat that came yeah. out earlier this year. There was a stat that came out earlier this year that uh, just Dallas alone, which remember it's like four days, was the equivalent of like 175 full time jobs being brought into the city. Yeah. Just over those four days, and you can see That's why insane. New Orleans bid so much to get WrestleMania back just a couple years. Oh sure. Um, I think I'm going to yeah, go back yeah. to New Orleans because New Orleans. I don't know if you experienced this at all, but just walking on Bourbon Street, because everything was walking distance in New Orleans. And that yes. was probably, other than maybe Orlando, when I went in the theme parks, like Disney World Universal Studios were taken over from wrestling yeah. fans. That was the time I felt yeah. most like, I I'm sh- I wonder what the bartenders are thinking. <laughs> like all these people oh, coming geez. into their town. Um, I talked to the hotel, yeah. our hotel lady, and she's like, Honestly, she's like, we want WrestleMania every year. He's like, everybody's super nice. When the Super Bowl comes, everyone's yeah. jerks. Tickets are out of everyone's price range. He's like, WrestleMania is way better. Yeah. Um, so any other, uh, I guess, random memories from either to either show you've been to live? Um, uh, on, a, on a slightly less positive note, the, if you go to the Raw after WrestleMania, be prepared to deal with the most obnoxious crowd chants yeah. you will ever hear. Yeah. Uh, we had one, we, I, I kid you not, uh, they were bragging about, they were chanting for the hotel that they got with their travel package. Wow. Yeah. Travel package. The, the chant was actually travel packages and, uh, we're at Sheraton. Well then WWE's like, well next year we're charging double. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, how, what? Yeah, you didn't, you didn't do the travel packages ever. You just kind of no, buy it yourself. No, no, no. Well, I'm, uh, I was lucky. My cousin, uh, works for a hotel. Uh huh. So, uh, we got like a, a $200 a night suite for 40 bucks. Yeah. That's, so, that's awesome. Okay. Uh, if you insist. Yeah. Well, with the Raw after WrestleMania, sometimes people are saying that's the more fun of the two shows. Sounds like you disagree. Uh, it, it's different, I'd say. It's very different. Uh, I don't know if I'd say I can't really put one ahead of the other. Um, it's just such a different. It's like a season finale versus a season premiere. That's a great uh, way of putting it. Yeah, uh, you don't know what you're going to get. For one thing, uh, everything is going to be backwards. Uh, the heels are going to be the, the hottest things in the world. It doesn't matter what you do. The faces are not going to get cheered mm-hmm. unless they're unless they're making a big return. Yep. 
Uh, that's just not going to happen. Um, WrestleMania, it's just everything is built up, and you know for the most part what to expect. With the Raw after, you don't know what to expect because it's all about the surprises and who's coming back, what's the big plot twist, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it really is just about if you want to see where we're going to go for the next four months as opposed to seeing the culmination of the last three or four months. For sure. For uh, sure. Which is just, it's so different. Well, it sounds like your recommendation and mine is to tell everyone just to go and have fun, it's, regardless of what you think of the card. Um, sounds like you had fun in the nosebleeds, and you had fun yeah. in the lower level, too. So no matter where yeah. you sit, I can completely understand why no one wants to sit ringside. This thing is tickets like two to $4,000 to sit oh, in the yeah. floor, and which if is you're pretty not- intense. And if you're not, um, if you don't, if you are beyond the first two or three rows, you're not going to be able to see anything anyway. Yeah, unless you're tall like me. I, I, yeah. People, people, I'm I'm six four, so when I stand, some oh, yeah. people kind of give me crap. I'm like, hey, I'm uncomfortable on the airplane. You can deal yeah. for a few minutes here. Yeah. My my wife is four eleven, so, so she so she she if wins in the airplane, the, loses everywhere else. If she's not in the front row, she can't see anything. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. you're going this year. Um, anything planned this year other than the actual event itself? I mean, access, WrestleCon? Well, uh, uh, well my wife is going to England uh, to visit her family, so I'm on my own again. Uh, so I have I have packed uh, the entire weekend. Um, I've got uh, access on Thursday night. On Friday, I'm doing uh, Rev Pro, which is a British promotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday night, the WrestleCon Super Show. Uh, Saturday, WrestleCon. Uh Saturday night acts, uh, takeover, uh, Sunday mania, and then the Raw and SmackDown. Uh, well, well you need to find time to sleep in there somewhere. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> well, what'll be interesting this year, I think, with the card is who actually makes it. Uh, yeah. Last year in Dallas, what was it like a six and a half hour card ended up being? Yeah. And by the end, because I was there from Ryback, Kalisto to Triple H Reigns, I was there the whole show. I was too. And. I know the Reigns Triple H Max get shit on a little bit. I rewatched it. It's not bad. Um, it's just not great because there's not much drama to it other than when he spears Stephanie. Which but that got that. I, it got Reigns cheered. Which right. Was a, a miracle in itself. It was. Um, but it's just got such a long show. I mean, yeah. what you what are you thinking this year for how long it's going to be? It's going to be like another eight hour show, right? It's going to be the same thing. Yeah. With, uh, with, with, and there's no such thing as a pre show anymore because it's all on the network. <laughs> Yeah, also, the other thing with the pre-show is, like, tonight, uh, we're, uh, Elimination Chamber is tonight, they have one match, mm-hmm. and it's probably going to be started about 7.45, which, that's what a pre-show match should be, just a little warm-up. Yep. The problem for me is, when you have these pre-show matches going on, like, an hour and 15 minutes before the show starts, and they're title matches a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you, okay, we've got to get up for this one, and then 20 minutes will pass. Okay, we got to get up for another match. And then by the time the show starts, you're kind of like, mm. Yeah. And yeah, plus, like, with WrestleMania, the entrances are all such a big deal, too. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's uh, the other thing which makes it awesome is those entrances. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it can get a little tired. There's so much stuff you could have trimmed out in Dallas last year to get it down to manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I would have... Like the Rock taking twenty minutes to actually get to the ring was the from the t- yep from from the time the cheerleaders come out to the time he says his first word is over nine minutes. Wow, I didn't realize that's, it. We were just excited a, to see him and yeah, but yeah, yeah. And then he talks for twenty twenty five minutes. The cell match goes for thirty. The main event is twenty seven. 
So that's just a long time. When you were in Dallas uh, for WrestleMania, what do you think was the biggest pop of the show? Like the biggest? Was, oh, was it the legends coming out? Was it the actual match? What do you think? I think it might be Stephanie getting speared. I would say that's number two behind when The Rock pulled his pant, tearaway okay. pants away and people saw he was in his gear. That Okay, I can go with that. Yeah, because yeah. that was something I was not expecting at all. Like yeah. I'm like, oh, I figure. And when the riots came out, I wasn't expecting that either. No, I, that that was the one thing I was glad about because when in Dallas, they hadn't started doing – or in uh, New Orleans, they hadn't started doing the Fireflies yet. And I wanted to see what that looked like in mm-hmm. person. And it's pretty, and, it's pretty awesome. And you yeah. got to see it in the best possible venue for it too, right? Oh, yeah. Just that many. Just, it, you can see the ring. It lights it up so much. Yeah. Yeah. 100,000 uh, or let's let's say conservatively, conservatively people would sell. Let's say 60,000 conservatively people with cell phones yeah. up in the air. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. It uh, is. Another thing, I don't know if you saw this too at WrestleMania. I mentioned how friendly everybody is, but there's people all over the age spectrum. There's people that are in their 60s, 70s, all the way down to five, six, seven-year-old yep. kids. And yep. compared, and this is, I think, kind of funny because considering the amount of people that are there, when I've been to house shows and been to Raws and things like that, it seems like there's always drunks and idiots and all oh, that, yeah. and they're just there to party and, and yeah. curse in front of kids. I don't see that at WrestleMania. It's yeah, it's interesting really with that many people, with that because everyone's in such, such a good mood. It really is a mm-hmm. cool thing to bring your family and yeah. friends to. Yeah, yeah. When I went to um, when I went to a Raw or it was a, the first SmackDown I ever went to, this guy next to me he kept. Uh, I was on the end on the floor, and uh, this guy next to me kept like walking in front of me to get pictures of everybody as they came in, and then he seemingly got annoyed at me for getting for glaring at him for uh-huh. on like the ten, on like the tenth time he walked by me. Yeah. That kind of stuff doesn't happen at, at, at a big show. It really is just like a big celebration. Like, we're yeah. finally, like, it's, the show is finally here. You mentioned you, were, you did your honeymoon. Like, a lot of people yeah. use it as their vacation or their holiday. Like, yeah. It's, this is, I've yeah. saved up all year. We're going to go, yeah. if you're from overseas, yeah. Yeah. To, the, to the States. And, and it's a it's a big deal. Yeah. So, you mentioned your wife's from, is, from, yeah. from the UK. I've run into yeah. so many people from England, from Ireland, from Scotland, and Wales, mm-hmm. and all that. That yeah. come over and they're like, yeah, this is our holiday. We we stay here for two weeks in the U.S. and Mania is part of it. We do all the shows, so yeah. it's an awesome experience for everybody to meet people from all over the world. Yep. Yeah, and it's one of those nights where you just never. It, it's it 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 doesn't feel it's so much different than mm-hmm. watching at home. It, it's exciting watching it at home, but it's just so different being there. I'm to the point now where if it's in within reasonable driving distance, I'm going. <laughs> Period. Well, uh, I mean, well you're obviously going back to New Orleans then, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's by, awesome. By, I mean, I drove I drove to, from Lexington to Dallas in one day. So. What's that drive time? Oh, 15 hours or so. <laughs> we, I, I used to drive. We, we drove to, from Chicago to Atlanta, which is 12 hours. Drove from Chicago mm-hmm. to New York, which is about yeah. 12 hours. Um, yeah. When we left New York to go back to Chicago, the plan was we'll leave WrestleMania, drive to Pennsylvania, get a hotel. So yeah. we were doing shifts. I fell asleep. I woke up. And my friend's like, we're in Ohio. I'm like, okay. He's like, but you have to drive because I can't drive anymore. So we yeah. drove straight back home. And it's one of those things, too. On the way there, even on the way back, you're kind of buzzing about the anticipation yeah. from it. So it's like a little kid on Christmas type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I – um because my wife can't drive yet. Um, so uh, she's never she doesn't know how to drive. So I had to do it myself. At least you had a co-pilot. Hopefully she didn't sleep I, the whole way. Oh no! Well, um, she uh, to give you an idea of how new she was to America at the time. When we were driving back, we were up in like Tennessee, and she said she was tired. And I said, uh, just "Lean your chair back if you want to." 
What do you mean you can lean the chair back? <laughs> Why didn't you tell me this four days ago? <laughs> that's a great story. It's just a little fun WrestleMania-related story you guys will now have. So that's awesome. Well, um, I'm going to wrap it up here. We've gone a while, but it's been cool. It's been fun. I'm glad you are able to come on. Uh, everybody... I'm sure people have, if by you know hundreds of listeners, um, if they haven't already, I'm sure they do know about KBWrestlingReviews.com. Seriously, if you're thinking of watching a random show, because like, a lot like you probably, you just to me, whenever I'm bored and nothing's on, I'll just kind of put WWE Network on or I'll pop in one of my DVDs in. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what I should watch. Or a match will start, and I'm like, should I waste my time with this one? And if you gave it a death, I'm like, yeah, I'm not watching this one yeah. <laughs> type of thing. Yeah. Um, that, that that was the goal originally. It was supposed to be like a like a IMDb like, of wrestling, <laughs> kind of kind of like just like a guide to watch as you're going. Like this is what maybe a, like rot- a just, Rotten Tomatoes of wrestling is a little better. Yeah, kind of, yeah. kind of, yeah. That's awesome. And you're on Twitter, right? Uh, Twitter is just a way for me to uh, it, it just post links to my to my reviews. Yeah. Um, I read all my comments. I respond when necessary. So mm-hmm. uh, I've I'm. Pretty pretty accessible over there. If for some reason someone would want my opinion on something, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they will. At least, or at least, or, <laughs> I'm sure we'll be looking forward to reviews of tonight's show. Yep. Um, this um, I'm going to release in the next week or so. So it's not live, but for everyone listening right now, tonight is the Elimination Chamber pay per view. So it'll probably set up a lot of stuff that will happen for WrestleMania. Yep. Sounds like everybody thinks they know what's going to happen, but you never know. That's true. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, would it be all right if I plug? Whatever plug, I plugged one more thing. Please. Plug everything and anything you want, please. Oh, okay. Uh, I also do uh, live coverage of pay-per-views. Also, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, mm-hmm. Impact, uh, pretty much anything major. Uh, I do live coverage of it at WrestlingRumors.net. Yep. Uh, I also write the news over there, uh, some of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I've been to the WrestlingRumors.net site, and the reason I like it is it's not it's not as clickbaity as other sites are. We, 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 try, we try not to be. It's like breaking huge WrestleMania plans, and it's like... Someone will perform a song. That's like the clickbait yeah. stuff. The, I can't stand it. It drives me crazy. That's not. That's. It's exactly what it is. It's clickbait, and that we try to steer clear of that. There's going to be some stuff where we'll we'll uh, we'll tease some stuff. Sure. We try. We try not to. Like uh, yesterday, news broke that Tamina was going to come back. I'm like, that's not huge news. Just say that Tamina is coming back. There's no point in yeah. saying a huge name is running because she's just not a huge name. Right. Yeah, so WrestlingRumors.net is the website. Yep. You can follow KB on there. Um, you can also find, like I said, his books, ebooks on Amazon. Uh, pick those up. They're great for, honestly, I've used them for, for plane rides before when I know I've got three hours to kill. So I'm like, I'm going to read some Survivor Series stuff <laughs> because I don't have Internet in the plane, too. So is, do you have any, any extra stuff that's not on your site that's in some of these ebooks? Um, some or is it just uh, more organized type of thing? Like, it, they're order. much more organized. Um, the, uh, there are introductions to the shows, which are really nothing special. Um, oh, don't sell yourself short. It's a bi- <laughs> I, it's it's a big deal to to do that much. I've written a few articles for um, a podcast out of New York, the Man Cave podcast, and it's they're time consuming. Like they really they are. are. They are. Uh, it it takes me because when I release the books, I redo all of the pay per views. Yeah. So that can be time-consuming uh, mm-hmm. it takes probably to go through and redo all of any of the big four takes the better part of three months yeah uh those take time to do because it's just like eventually you're like okay i have to do 30 shows that are three hours each going that back to the wrestlemania thing the wrestlemania like aspect of this our talk here do you scale 
the matches in your rankings based on the show, like WrestleMania compared to like a Night of Champions? Is it going to yes. get heavy? Okay. Yeah, I, I I expect more out of the main event of WrestleMania than I do uh, a cruiserweight title match yeah. at uh with it gets eight minutes. I expect a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I uh I do uh, I don't use star ratings. I use uh letters like A yeah. B C D. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, so I'm going to be a little more. I'm usually a lot more lenient with ratings than uh, than some other reviewers are. Um, I don't. I, I've never been one to say like, okay, there there was about thirty seconds too much chin lock in this. It can't get a perfect score. Uh, I've always found that ridiculous. A little ridiculous. Right, right. I mean, that's um, just the five star, six star Meltzer rating right. thing. Everyone's obsessed I, I'm with much for more some reason. Lines, I'm. Uh, I've been told I've been trying to undermine Meltzer by not using stars. Which, <laughs> What? Well, I remember when I first found you was on the WrestleZone forums, and I, I was you, you you did it all through the thread there. Then you finally started a site. I'm like, thank God, I don't have to go to this spam filled forum anymore. I can go to one site and just and click what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, um, that, yeah. Is I'm that kind of how you started it? Yeah, uh, I started it with uh, it was coming up on WrestleMania 25, and I wanted to do something a little different for it, so I reviewed all the shows, mm-hmm. and uh, it got some rather positive feedback. So yeah. I'm like, well, I'll do. In your house and SummerSlam, and then someone said, uh, "I said I want to do every pay per view ever." And someone on there said, "You're not going to do that." And um, <laughs> that, 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 that that's not a good thing to say to me. <laughs> uh, five years later, Got them uh, I had them all done. Well, now at least you're caught up, so you can just do it one at a time. <laughs> Which that's the reason I'm caught up because I used to actually watch the show and then go back and watch it again for the review, and I'm like, "This is a big waste of time." Mm-hmm. I will ask you, we'll, we'll close on this. Since you reviewed every WrestleMania match there's ever been, what do, um, not if you have a top, great. If not, what are your top one or two, three WrestleMania matches of all time? Uh, matches. Uh, Sean versus Undertaker from Mania 25. Okay. Um, That's my favorite match that, of all uh, time, just, so thank you. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. That, uh, that The drama of, it was the second super kick. Uh, I think he escapes a last ride and just super kicks him right in the face. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I... I I bought the pen, the near fall there. Uh, Austin and Hart. From 13, um, yep. Yep. I still can watch. That's one of the few matches that gets me, I get sucked into it every time I watch it. Uh, and then one more. Um, actually, Undertaker and Triple H from uh, 17. Underrated a, one. Yeah. Uh, a forgotten classic. It, and, it's a forgotten <laughs> classic. Even in WWE's world, I remember during the 27 build-up, yeah. they didn't even mention it. I don't think they wanted no, they to. No, but um, Yeah. Uh, and that it's a forgotten classic that people don't give the praise it deserves. It is a violent, violent, bloody brawl. Yeah, and that's uh, when the crowd was nuts. And I think people kind of – it gets mixed in because that's such a good WrestleMania overall. WrestleMania 17, yeah. it kind of gets lost among all those matches. Yeah, it, 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 that might be the third or fourth best match on the show. Yeah, for sure. And that's covering a lot of ground. Yeah. But the problem is, the problem is it's followed by Austin Rock, too. Which right. might be the greatest mania main event ever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it, that's that's hard. That's hard to that's hard to jump between. So you said I'm going to prick your brain one more time. But on the 25 match with Michaels and Taker, yeah. you said you 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 bought it when he did super kick. But what about yes. the first tombstone? Because I thought it was over then. Did you think it was over? Not really. The problem with the problem with the WWE style is you have to expect three or four finishers before they really start to click. I think so, but at the time, um, this was before everybody kicked out of the Tombstone every 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 Mania. 
That's true. That's you know, true. I think uh, but the, the, the year is, before, Edge didn't kick out, from what I remember. The, the Edge heads interfered. Right. Well, the thing is, it was Sean. It's Sean at WrestleMania. He's going to he's gonna keep going. I think what got me was the fact that he did the arms cross, tongue out, back, eyes back in his head. I'll it buy wasn't that. just a yeah. stroll back. So. I can go with that. And yeah. being there live at that at that WrestleMania, I'll tell you, the whole arena thought it was over. And when he kicked out, that's what was kind of the ridiculous. I could buy that. Moment. I could buy that. The the um the best one I've ever seen is when Undertaker gets. I think it might have been that one, or might have been the second Tombstone, and he just has this look on his face, like, "What do I have to do?" Yep. Yep. I, I don't know what to do anymore. I think Jerry even said that, like he has to be thinking. And Jerry says, "What did I just see?" or something like that. Just yeah. an awesome, awesome yeah. match. It, it's a great visual. So. Um, well, thanks again so much for coming on, KB. Uh, everybody, please follow him on Twitter at KB Wrestling Reviews and KBWrestlingReviews.com as we can find all his stuff and links to purchase Amazon eBooks and physical books coming out as well. So thanks again for coming on, man. Yes, sir. Anytime. All right, have a good one. All right. So there you have it. Uh, again, please follow KB, KBWrestlingReviews.com. I think his Twitter handle is K, at KBReviews. And... Yeah, he's got awesome stories, told an awesome story about how he met his wife on a wrestling forum and how he got his wife to meet her idol, Shawn Michaels, which will transition into my next interview, which is with my wife. Now, my wife's interview is not, or interview idol is not Shawn Michaels. That'd be my favorite wrestler. Um, but Lauren, she kind of got eased into the world of pro wrestling. She's not the hugest fan, but she still watches from week to week. She has her favorites. She has people she doesn't like. She thinks storylines are dumb. Thinks storylines are awesome like anybody else. But uh, last year, when WrestleMania was in Dallas, I said, hey, do you want to go? And her response right away was, yes. Yes, I do. So we're just going to go ahead and get into this. This is a fun conversation with me and my wife where she talks about her experience. And this is kind of cool because it's a female perspective of wrestling uh, as well as a perspective of someone who hasn't. I necessarily been to a lot of shows. So here you go. Me and my wife, Lauren Fountas, talking about her experience at WrestleMania 32. All right, guys. In our next interview in the WrestleMania Memories interview series, we have probably the most special guest we ever had here on the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. We've had a few guests. We've had our normal co-host, Eric. Uh, today's guest is my wife, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Steve. <laughs> Lauren's really awkward and embarrassed already, aren't you? That is accurate. <clears throat> so, in this project, we've been talking about WrestleMania memories and memories of being there live and the whole weekend and the event and everything. Last year in Dallas, you went to your first WrestleMania ever. Correct. That was my first adventure into anything that well, you've large been to scale. Well, you've been to a pay-per-view with me before, I think. Yes, but in comparison, Raw is nothing compared to what WrestleMania was that weekend. Okay. So the reason I want to have you on is Lauren isn't really a wrestling fan. She watches kind of to the side. She likes a few people, but she mostly does it to you know, like pacify me and so we can watch something together. That uh, is also accurate. Okay. You, when I said let's go to WrestleMania that year, you were pretty like on board. There wasn't much hesitation. I was because... We've been together almost eight, eight and a half, almost nine years, and wrestling has been such a huge part of your life that I've started to appreciate and understand your love and appreciation for it. So, My love of fake sports. Your love of fake sports. Um, and so I have always wanted to 
go to WrestleMania once. That was like one of the things that I had decided early on that if it ever came up, I at least wanted to go once to say that I had seen it with my own eyes and been able to experience what phenomenon caused you to okay. love it so much. So we'll get to details later, but when people ask you like, I'm sure people, like, when you told me you were going to WrestleMania, kind of gave you the what, why face, like people at work and things like that? For the most part, yes. I got, <laughs> I got a little bit of side eye every time I told people I was taking off days of work to go to WrestleMania. For the most part, I was able to gauge who I was telling people I was visiting family in Texas and who I was telling people we were going to WrestleMania. Okay. And I've, I've, I've seen people ask you, like, how was it? And you always say, what? How was the sh going to WrestleMania? It was amazing. <laughs> I loved every second of it. So when Lauren and I first got to the airport in Chicago, there's people in wrestling shirts. And Lauren's like, "There's rest that guy probably going to WrestleMania. And sure enough, the guy comes up to us and says, hey, you going to WrestleMania? And your big takeaway from the weekend was one thing. And what was that? Uh, the thing that stuck out with me the most was how nice everyone was. <laughs> I felt like from the second we got to the airport in Chicago to getting off the plane in Texas to going to the fan zone to going to the actual show that every single person we met that was going to WrestleMania was so nice. It was like a huge family of Everyone was welcoming, everyone was kind, everyone wanted to know where you got the shirt you were wearing, what belt you owned. It was so <laughs> cool. I was so... Were you blown away by how nice everybody was? Were you expecting that at all? Well, I wasn't, like, thinking that we were going to go to WrestleMania and everyone was going to be jerks. That wasn't... It wasn't that type of um, uh -huh. expectation, but it was just so welcoming, and, and as someone who is... A semi-fan. I wouldn't say that I know anywhere near as much as you do or as the next person. I felt like I had known everything and had been a part of that, you know, community for years and felt so welcomed. It was so interesting to, to experience. Yeah, unlike your, Lauren's a big theater nerd, unlike your theater people who are bullies and inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Would um, you say, what would you say is more welcoming, the theater community or the wrestling community? To outsiders? Yes, to outsiders like you. <laughs> uh, I would say in a, as a whole, the wrestling community is probably more welcoming. The, uh, the theater community tends to have a little bit of an elitist background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the actual show itself, uh, Lauren and I get there. Uh, this is in Dallas at WrestleMania 32 with Cowboy Stadium. Huge event. We pull up into a tailgating spot, and there's people playing music. There's people in costumes. And some guy next to us is like, hey, you want a hot dog? You want a beer? You want a shot of booze? Here you go. So it was a whole event. <clears throat> now, when we first walked into the stadium, see, I've been to WrestleMania before, so I got, I knew it would be a big grand set and spectacle. What was your thoughts initially when you saw the initial set and everything when you walked into the stadium? I mean, you can't even describe what it's like seeing it in person compared to watching it on TV. Um, I've watched it on TV for the past, you know, 
X number of years while Steve has been at the actual show, and it's impressive and, and cool to watch and cool to see, but actually experiencing it and being there in person is something that you can't even describe. It's so overwhelming and so, you know, large scale and in your face that, you know, you just get swept up in everything. Yeah. Um, by the way, if anyone heard any clicking or anything, that's our dog, Forrest. She's doing a few laps in here because she's a little anxious because our daughter is asleep and she want, our dog wants some attention because since we've had a kid, Forrest doesn't get a lot of attention. Um, now, the actual show itself, do you have any memories of the show itself, the matches, the fireworks, the surprises, anything like that? Well, again, compared to watching it on TV and compared to being there in person, it's just all in your face, everything like that. With last year's show, the things that stick out to me, like, I'm sure as people watched on the network or at home, watching Shane McMahon jump off the cage was probably exhilarating. But while you were in that stadium, I don't think there was a single person watching that happen who didn't think he had died. <laughs> It was so intense and so crazy that the entire stadium for that split second when he hit the table was silent because we were all waiting Everybody was nervous in anticipation for him to sit up. Like We were convinced that he had broken something or it had been bad because it was that Yeah, when you're intense. At watching on TV, you know the cell itself is a tall structure, but you don't see exactly how big it is until you're there live, especially in relation to how big the stadium is, and it's still a massive structure compared to that stadium. Um, it stands out pretty well. Uh, what about when The Rock came out or when the legends Austin and Michaels came out and all that? Well, I just love... I mean, anything involving The Rock, I get excited. So his music hits and you just get, you know, and being in Texas, I think everyone kind of expected him and Austin to show up in some form and, and Michael, since they all live in Texas. So you kind of... Not The Rock. The Rock's the Rock. from Miami. The Come Rock on. is from Miami, but Come on. in the Texas aspect, you expect Austin and Michaels to be there. So, and, and, you know, ever since Rocks became a huge movie star, he's been at almost every one promoting something. So <laughs> Yeah, he's got the next Fast and the Furious coming out this year, so hopefully he'll be promoting that again. Uh, what about, we didn't do a lot of the weekend stuff. We pretty much just went to WrestleMania. Um, in the past with my friends, I've done a few other things. Um, what about the, I think you were blown away at the Superstore, at like how much crap they sell. There's a lot of merchandise to, to buy. and So it's like it's like Disney World. Like when you're at Disney, when you're in your in your hometown, you go to Disney Disney store, you see like a Mickey Mouse shirt. Like I would never buy that, but at Disney World, you're like, oh, I'm here. I'm this Mickey Mouse sweatshirt at sixty bucks. I I'll buy these it. salt shakers it, and this spatula to complete my kitchen. Exactly, and that's the same thing at WrestleMania. Like even you who doesn't like stuff, you're like, I kind of like this shirt. And I, I, I had like seventeen shirts I wanted to buy, and a picture frame, and a lanyard, and a stuffed animal, and. All of a sudden, you're looking at your bag, and it's $300 worth of merchandise. I'm like, I do not need this. I mm -hmm. need to put it all back. Yeah, put it all back. <laughs> all right. So would you go again? I would absolutely go again. <laughs> it was one of the most fun experiences I've ever been involved in. And, and I will admit, I enjoy watching the pay-per-views at home. I, I tend to watch all of the pay-per-views with Steve and his friends now, and I enjoy the actual bigger storylines and, and getting into it, but actually being there live and in person is something I never thought I would get to experience, mm -hmm. but now that I have, 
the the talks come up for Steve's annual trips to WrestleMania, and so far it's been like, well, can I go too? Can can we figure it out again so I can go too? I don't think we'll go this year, just because of budgets and timing and the way things work out. But next year's in New Orleans, so we'll definitely go to New Orleans next year. I've never been to New Orleans, so I might as well experience it with WrestleMania. Yeah, that's too. another thing too. You kind of got it a little bit in Dallas of seeing people like in t-shirts and seeing wrestling fans around, but in New Orleans, the entire town was taken over and it's all in a centralized walking location so that'll be something to see for you it's gonna be a lot of people a lot of wrestling fans yep and lauren was blown away she thought wrestling fans were mean i did not think they were mean you just think it wouldn't be as welcoming i did not think it was going to be as welcoming i thought i i walked off the plane and into dallas and it was like Anyone with a wrestling t-shirt was automatically your friend. We had people offering to take our pictures as we were walking. We were at the the merchandise store, and Steve asked some random person walking by if he could hold his belt for the for the picture. And, you know, just... The guy's like, yeah, sure. Sure, why not? And I was, mean, I, we need it. Yeah, we were just talking about this. I was Another interview I did, and I was talking about how... Uh, when we were in Miami, not you and I, but me and my friends were in Miami, and afterwards, uh, the show was ridiculous. The line was wrapped around, and I asked some guy, I'm like, you know, could I, we were just talking, he was from England, and we ended up, like, sharing a cab. Like, I would never share a cab with a random football fan, but this wrestling fan safe. <laughs> it's just like, I, you would never ask someone, like, at a football stadium, like, hey, could I hold your, I don't know, what do they have, this expensive, your jersey? I don't know. But he's like, yeah, sure. It would never occur to me to be outside Soldier Field and ask some stranger to hold something that memorabilia that they're carrying, or or to or to exactly get into a cab with some random person in Chicago. I know people who would, but I would never do that. But in the WrestleMania sort of like bubble, when you go in there, um, it just seems different. It just seems like everyone has traveled from far and wide to go to that one specific thing. What was your favorite match, and then what was your favorite moment from the WrestleMania we went to last year in Dallas? My favorite match was probably the triple threat match with Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky Lynch. That one was so invigorating, and it's invigorating. I never heard you. I've known you so long. I don't think you've ever said invigorating. I think you're just trying to sound fancy. I am trying to sound fancy. That's accurate. All right, Um, but the women's matches don't tend to get as much excitement or as much hype as the male matches clearly because for the most part they don't tend to be as exciting but that match from start to finish was so riveting Lauren's very dramatic now she's very (laughs) riveted by it it was it was a very very good match they put on a good show you flipping back and forth who was going to win the whole time and start to finish it was something you wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. I got the impression that with the other, well, the the other women's match was the Total Divas match, which yep. was just lame. But so. you liked it because you watched Total I, Divas. I did enjoy it because I do watch that TV show. So uh, you knew all the characters. I do know all, the, all of that, but don't let Steve fool you. He's the one who started watching that show. And now you're hooked. I am. Now you're hooked. Um, but that match seemed more of like a good bathroom break or a good run to refill on snacks break what about your favorite moment from the show that wasn't a match if you have one it could be as simple as just walking in or or or, or the the fancy uh club level we got I mean, to see in some fancy seats uh i'm not gonna lie so that part of the stadium was really cool to sit in and, and to enjoy yeah we sat in what was called i guess the club level 
where if you're a, you have you can only sit there if you're a cowboy season ticket holder but since it's wrestlemania they just opened it up for everybody and what was great was there's all these like people that normally work there and like their fancy you know suits and like security and like, i think even the the servers at the bar had like cummerbunds and bow ties on so like they're used to like a higher clientele and here comes all these wrestling fans oh what's that is that what's sushi what's this give me a beer it's like we only serve whiskey here sir so i thought that was just a hilarious thing but everyone was super nice to them anyway i mean we would never sit in those seats no. if we were attending a football game so uh it was a it was a added level of the experience to be in the nicer seats and the nicer areas and and all of that stuff um i think my favorite moment was probably the Shane McMahon match when he jumped off he jumped the cell. off the cage is something I will never forget. It mm. was so terrifying and <laughs> so. Could you imagine for his kids and his wife that were sitting in the front row watching oh, that? Well, tell me if I'm wrong. Everyone around us for yep. a split second thought he was dead. Yep, it's it's true. It's true. Everybody did. So, so that's your favorite moment. Your favorite match. Any other, before we wrap up, you got anything else you want to talk about from the weekend? Any Anything? As Forrest moves around and bangs into stuff below us. I mean, I would say that if I was going to go to WrestleMania again, I, I think I would want to do the whole experience. Like, I would want to go to Access. I would want to go to the NXT show. Like, I felt like we were in Dallas and all this other stuff was going on, and the whole weekend is, is a whole complete package of, of an experience. And I feel that would be the... All right. The next step up, if we went. Well, somewhere. next time we'll go. We'll do more than one thing, and then we'll leave the baby with someone else. I was gonna say, or we take the baby with. She does love wrestling. She does. She loves Bailey and Sasha. She does. Sasha. <laughs> she says Sasha. So, all right. Well, again, best guest we've ever had, Lauren, my wife. Thanks for coming on. She didn't want to. She feels embarrassed. She still looks embarrassed. She's not going to listen to this because she doesn't like how she sounds, but that's okay. These are all correct statements. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, Lauren. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Love you. Love you, too. All right. Well, thank you, Lauren, for joining with me. She was not happy about necessarily coming on because she always feels a little awkward, but I told her when you're around pro wrestling fans, don't worry. There's plenty of awkward to go around for everybody. So that was the show this week. We talked to a couple WrestleManias in a row. Uh, next week, Eric Sanchez is going to be back. I'm not 100% sure of the topic yet, but please know I do have a bunch more interviews coming up. I've, I recorded one today before this show started uh, with Josh Cage. You could follow him on Twitter at JL Cage. Um, he had some awesome stories because he does a lot of the full WrestleMania week experience, not just the WrestleMania event itself, but he goes to all the indie shows, to WrestleCon, had some cool stories, so we'll definitely fit him in there somewhere. Uh, Denny Williams, Nephi, so I don't think I forgot about you guys. We we have some more stuff coming up for you um, and for our listeners. If anybody wants to join, there's still time to join this project. Shoot me a note on Twitter, at ppwpodcast. You could also send an email to ppwpodcast at gmail.com. If you don't want to come on the show, if you just want to do a text memory, I can read it on the air for you. But yeah, next week, don't worry. Everyone, your favorite co-host, Eric, will be back. So thanks, guys, for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye.